Hi, this is Mike Flaminio from Insanely Great Mac. You're listening to OWC Radio, episode 28. Hey everyone, this is Tim Robertson, host of OWC Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is number 28, like Mike said at the very beginning of the show. Mike, welcome to OWC Radio. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey man, I appreciate you coming on the show. You're a longtime publisher in the Mac market. And of course, uh, you started what, in 1997? Um, officially, yeah. Officially started in 97, or officially became, you know, Insanity Great Mac in, in 97. Technically, I actually started kind of back in 98, or 95, sorry, 95, um, sort of on the side kind of thing. So what? How, why did you get into the Mac publishing? <laughs> um, well, you know, um, it, well, again, I started in 95. So well, let's say we started in 95. And what the deal was is, um, you know, I was a freshman at uh, Michigan State. And, um, and basically, you know, I needed to, you know, get a job for, you know, beer and pizza money. Sure, and absolutely. <laughs> and, uh so you know, I you know applied around campus for different campus jobs, and I got a couple uh, um, offers basically the same day. I had two of them on the on the on the thing when I came in. The first one is the campus uh, computer store, and it was to be like a Mac consultant, you know, basically sell Macs and help troubleshoot Macs and all that stuff. And the other one was to uh, be with the uh, public safety, giving out parking tickets. Huh. I know which one was more fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and actually, you know, you know, thinking back, you know, it's you know, like, well, you know, I mean, the obvious good choice, but at the time, I was kind of really wondering, you know, I was kind of back and forth because the the meter maid guys, they they drove around like brand new Jeep Cherokees, so you know, for a freshman on campus with no car, yeah, you know, that, was, that was pretty sweet, absolutely. You know? So, but yeah, I ended up taking the uh, taking a job at the computer center, and you know, got a, you know, this is way back in '95, you know, way before Google and. And actually, um, you know, I think, uh, you, know, you know, Yahoo was just a directory of sites. And I think there was still being, you know. You Alta know, Vista was the big thing. Yeah, Alta Vista was still around, right? But, you know, even, but even you know, Yahoo was being done by people. You know, people are adding right. stuff annually, removing them. So this is way before, you know, really the internet, really the web and everything caught on. And, you know, people would come in and say, hey, you know, I got problems or this or I need this update. And I was like, oh, you got to get this update. And, you know, I'd you know, tell them where to go get it you know, HTTP colon slash slash, you know, and they're jotting it down furiously. Oh, yes. And, and um, you know, and he's like, oh, you should just get this little software, this little, little shareware tool that'll, that'll fix up what you want and, and, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, after a while, you know, I got kind of tired of doing that. So I thought, um, you know, I'll go, uh, you know, why not to set up a web page, you know, saying everybody's all talking about. It. So I got the, you know, learn HTML in 21 days or whatever it was. And I got a, you know, a Unix account. And one of the uh, thing for five bucks or something, and I set up a web page and I started putting all these links that were on the um, that I was giving giving them out on this web page, and I started sending people to that web page. So you know, so after time, maybe I started putting up little news stories, and actually sooner after a while, it eventually just kind of word kind of spread outside of campus, and just other people found it and stuff like that. So that's basically how it uh, came to be. You know, I started getting traffic, and I'm like, oh, why not do this for real? And you know, try putting some ads up and. I, quit my campus job and it was so uh, kind of went from there did you think you'd still be doing it this many years later no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it just kind of you know you just kind of stick with it and uh you're you know, you, know you are the, one of the old guards on in the uh mac scene yeah. is it you know, weird I, you know you too you know both of us are the well for me it's and let me ask you does it feel weird having apple and their products as popular as they are <laughs> now yeah. I mean, to me, I mean, we it's been continuous for us, and we've been there the whole time. But right. every now and then, I'll kind of step back and look and go, "Holy moly, this is this is crazy! I never would have foreseen this back in you know the the late nineties. Is that right. is that like that for you? Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. You know, it's uh, you, you know, when we were, you know, I mean, it goes all the way back to the dark days of Apple when you know, you know, ninety five through ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, you seriously thought, you know, they made legitimately something might happen to them. Someone will buy them, you know, Sun or, you know, I don't know how many rumors there were. Oh, too Someone's many. buying them and, you know, what does they, Michael Dell telling them to dissolve the company and, you know, all the, all the, all the stuff. And, you know, just basically, you know, it was, you know, it was, you know people just kicked around Apple for sport and, uh, and, you know, and the products weren't that great, honestly. And, you know, lots of issues and, you know, it took 
you know, if you wanted to buy something long, long delays to get something, you know, early on, I mean, oh, it was just awful getting some of those machines. And now it's just night and day, completely different company. And it's really, yeah, it is pretty interesting here. And, um, you know, people saying like, oh, I bought a Mac or, oh, my next computer is going to be a Mac or, you know, all that stuff. You yeah. Know? And you're just like blase about it now. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, you know, back in 97, you'd be like, wow, cool. Yeah. Yeah, don't call me. <laughs> yes, don't please don't call me. <laughs> yeah, before me. it'd be like, yeah, 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 let me help you out. I'll, you know, kind of like, you know, I feel obligated, you know, carrying the flag. Now it's like, oh, great, you got a Mac. I don't even tell them, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, I've been using them for this many years. and uh, Yeah, no. Nah. No. Nah. So, Insanely Great, where did the name come from? I uh, know, but this is for, you know, the audience. <laughs> well, well, you know, that was the term Steve Jobs said. Um you know, a long time ago. And actually, you know, it was uh, like over a summer when I decided like, okay, let's get a domain name and, you know, really get hosting. And I had to come up with a name, you know, of what I wanted to call this thing. And I honestly couldn't tell you why I picked that name. I don't know. It was just spur of the moment, you know. I know but, exactly uh, but that's what you mean. From. You know, it came from, uh, you know, Steve Jobs said, you know, it wasn't at the Mac. Was that what it was? It was insanely yes. great. You know, when he introduced the Mac, um, he doesn't use that anymore as I understand it. But yeah, it's always been associated to the Mac, you know, you know, it's kind of a, a term that's been put with Apple on the Mac. And, and that's where it came from. And I could have just picked it out of a hat. I'm not too sure why I picked it out. Now, back you know? then, you were writing a lot of articles. You had a lot of people that used to write for you as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. We. You know. I kind of. You know. After the dot com. You know. Bubble burst. And. Yep. And. Um, you know. I had to make a decision of. You know. Okay. What do you want to do? You know. I was just out of college. You know. I had a degree. I had student loans. And it's like. Okay. You know. You know. What do we want to do? You want to get a house? And, you know. Maybe start a family. And. Or. You know. Um, you know, it was fun while it lasted, you know, staying up late, late all night and basically, you know, putting it all and, together. Sure. Yeah. Well, no, no, I was out late at night, ah. <laughs> having fun, you know, and then get up in the morning, drag yourself out of bed, write a bunch of stuff and, you know, just basically repeat it. You know, that was, that was pretty fun, but uh, decide what you want to do. And yeah, so I started getting a real job and said like, okay, instead of doing this all myself, I got to, you know, hire some people in and, and, uh, and help me out. And that's, and that's uh, basically, you know, where that came from, where they kind of took over a lot of the daily writing, and I still do some writing, and I do a lot of the videos. Or I do all the videos, I should say, um, and uh, you know, that's just kind of the way it goes. Well, let's talk about the videos because um, you're very prolific when it comes to posting video reviews now, and I personally love video reviews. You're usually right between five and, and six minutes, which I think is kind of the sweet spot. Yeah. Um, how did you get into that, and what equipment do you well, use? Um, well, uh, how I got into it is – um, you know, and I just noticed, you know, YouTube's just five years old. They just turned five years old. I know. Old. Isn't that crazy? It feels like they've been around forever. Forever. You know? Absolutely. But, you know, YouTube is brand new and, you know, still really new, only five years old. And, um, you know, the I've been iPod has been around longer. Yeah. I, that's I crazy. You know, I read that somewhere and I was like, no, that's not right. You know, that, that can't be right. They must have been around for seven, eight, nine years, I figure. But no, they've been around for five years. And, you know, and, you know, when I was having people, you know, doing a lot of the writing for me, I kind of, you know, drifted out a little bit of <laughs> the whole mm -hmm. Mac scene. You know, I just wasn't up on the day-to-day -day stuff. You know, I read everything. I knew what was going on. But, you know, just kind of whatever. You know, you know, as stuff comes, I just, you know, picked it up. And, um, and you know, I started noticing on YouTube, um, you know, other people doing reviews and stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. Because, um, and actually where it came from was I, with iPhone cases. You know, I got the new iPhone and I decided, hey, I, you know, I want to get a case for it. And I'm reading reviews. And, you know, the text, the text isn't really even telling me that much, you no. know, but you see a video and it tells me everything. I don't, you don't have to even have the sound on, you know, you could just uh, see exactly what it looks like, how it fits the, the phone. Fit and, and finish and sure. Yeah. Installation of the phone in the case yeah, it, and yeah. yeah. How it reacts with the phone and person and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And, and, you know, I was kind of thinking about, you know, where, you know, where do I want to take, you know, insanely great Mac and, you know, especially, you know, like you said, you know, Apple's changed a lot. And, um, you know, not, not necessarily to Apple's fault, but, you know, you know, they're getting, you know, bogged down in all these lawsuits and, and this is still in Steve Jobs health and whatever. And I'm just thinking, I don't care. You know, I don't care who's suing who I don't care, you know, you know, what's, you, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, I'm concerned with Steve's health is just as a person, but you know, I, you know, I don't need updates on his thing, you know, I'm with you hundred percent. Yeah. Let the guy do what he needs to do and you know, whatever, you know, and, um, you know, but I'm, you know, I don't, I don't need to be that intrusive as like a, you know, as a, as a tabloid, you know, thing. And, you know, but really what just drives me is the, is the products, you know, the gadgets, the gizmos, that's always what's really, you know, drove me. So I thought like, you know, why don't we focus on these reviews, you know, getting products, and just reviewing them. And video is a great thing. You know, nobody else is really doing um, video reviews. So I'm like, this is something unique that I can do. Um, and it's fun. And I have a little background in, in production and stuff like that. So it kind of fit well, you know, with that. So that's where the, the video reviews came about. 
How about and, the equipment that you're using? And the equipment, um, like the oh, what do you mean, like the camera software? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the camera, I got a pretty nice camera here that I, that I picked up. Um, it's a it's a Panasonic um, um, HVX two hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty you, actually some like you know short films and stuff were you know would, would have been shot with that. You probably would have saw it or even TV shows have done it. It's, it's a great camera. Um, and then. Um, you know, but the camera only is part of it. You know, some people ask me, oh, you know, I want to get a camera that's as good as yours. Well, really, you know, it really comes down to, <laughs> to the operator also a little yes. bit. You know, um, you, you know, you got to have the good controls on the camera and then know how to use them. Um, I edited everything in Final Cut Pro. That's what I'm familiar with. That's what I know. Um, you know, audio-wise, you know, I got a mic here. I got a Shure mic here, uh, whatever it is. Do you um, record as, the audio at the same time as you yes. do the video? Yes. Yep. It's all live. It's, yep. it's live in front of a studio audience. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to do it the other way sometimes because um, if you do your yeah. audio first, you don't know what you're looking at. And if you do the video first, it's hard to match the two up. Yeah. It seems um, it seems it's disconnected. It seems a little fake to me. Yeah. It's a voiceover. It's just a strict voiceover. Um, yeah. You got to really interact with it. It just, you know, it's, you know, it's weird because, you know, we've been programmed watching TV and anything that's a little different doesn't seem right you know it's just it's a very jumps out thing. at you yeah i mean you might not even notice it but you kind of feel uncomfortable or you lose interest you know so you got to make it a little bit like a tv production yeah and so how many basically. takes does it take to get one good one? Oh boy you know i used to spend a couple hours on one. <laughs> it gets easier <laughs> but, as time goes I on i understand easier. yes yeah and it depends how many i'm doing if i'm doing them weekly i kind of get in a little routine and now um you, you know i kind of sit there you know you gotta figure out what you want to do you gotta plan it out and and figure out you know i mean some people can read a script i don't like reading a script some people use bullets and you know me i just kind of work it out in my head what i want to say and you know basically i'm thinking about it all week so i'm kind of sort of shooting in my head all week yeah. you know what i want to say and stuff and then i just sit down and kind of do it and sometimes uh you know it takes a few takes sometimes i split it up in segments um you know so different and i'm still i'm still experimenting on how you know what works best for me both in you know because i could spend tons of time in production and make it really easy in post-production editing, or I could just, you know, spend tons of time editing. You Do you know? have the uh, camera tripod between your legs and you're just kind of reaching no. around it? No, no, no. I, I, had the, I had the tripod. Um, I sit in a chair at a table, and the tripod is maybe, um, you know, just basically uh, maybe a foot above my head. So okay. it's kind of shooting down. And then I have a video monitor that I see. Um, ah. That's kind of how I'm used to doing production, you know, where you have an actual monitor, you're not looking through the whole thing. And then I have a, a, micro, a microphone on a uh, on a uh, table table arm. Oh, okay. Um, I was thinking maybe a lapel mic. Um, I did use a lapel mic early on. I got a, a good buddy, uh, Brian. Uh, he's uh, he's done radio. He does voiceover work. He's been a huge help in, in helping me with, with my audio stuff. Um, you know, I did some of it. You know, you know, in my experience doing some audio stuff. But he's he's basically a pro pretty much. And he said like, oh, you should get this uh, stand. He picked out a stand. And it's like, okay, you want to get this stand because the springs are tight and it's not going to droop on you or. You know, and you want to get this gear. So he's been, you know, real helpful with my audio. And, you know, an audio is, I don't know, actually I think there's a saying that says, you know, audio is like 70% of video or oh, something. Oh, absolutely. You know, audio is very, very important, you know. Over are you recording the audio on the camera as well or are you yep. recording? Okay. Yeah, it goes right onto the uh, right onto the camera, yep. I've done it the opposite way as, as uh, a few times as well, recording my audio in GarageBand and then so I can use my really good condenser sure. mics and then filming on the HD camera and then putting them together later in Final Cut's not fun, but it's right. doable. You're, yeah, if you got time coder and match it up, that, that works, but it really comes down to the camera. I'm fortunate this camera has a nice XLR inputs and pretty Perfect. good audio. You know, so, but yeah, if you got a camera that doesn't have a good good audio input, um, yeah, you're kind of stuck. You're going to have to do, you know, record it to a separate deck or something and if you want to have that, that, uh, that good audio, which is a good idea, I think. What kind of products do you like to review the most? Is it... Uh, the, the iPhone, the iPad stuff, mm. or is it still the Mac stuff that you like? Um, well, it's um, yeah, well, well, basically what I do is I say, you know, it's Mac, iPhone, iPad, and um, and iPod, right? You know, those the, the you know the iDevices yep. and the Mac. And you know, it's interesting because um, you know, there's not a whole lot of stuff going on in the Mac world. Actually. I know. I know. You know, accessories. Not, you know, I don't. You, I mean, you remember when the you remember when the iMac came out, the original iMac? Oh yeah. How it was USB everything. Yep. You name it. You know, or USB. stands that you can put your iMac on. Yeah, that too. You know, USB coffee warmers, USB everything. You know, everything. You know, so much. Just a flood of accessories came out for the Mac and software. All these developers, but you know, everything's gone to the iPhone OS. You know, there's some still really cool stuff out there. You know, for the Mac, but it's just not coming out on a daily or weekly basis like it used to. So yeah, I, I kind of search. I'm searching for Mac stuff. You know, trying to find stuff to review. Um, but yeah, most of it is for you know the iDevices. And right now, you know, it's mostly iPad just because all the cases are out. And I'm sure next month it'll be all iPhone. You know, because all the iPhones are out. But yeah, you know, as a favorite, as a favorite, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I really have a favorite. You know, some stuff I get a little bored with. 
uh, maybe doing. And some stuff is complicated to uh, review that I don't really, <laughs> I may not like to at least do the review, but I like playing around with it. You know, it's fun to do. But Yes, you know, I know exactly to, what you mean. Yeah. You know, from my days of reviewing for, you know, 15 years or so, some products uh, I want and some products I don't, but reviewing is a totally different thing because you really have to spend a lot of time with a product before you can do an honest review. Do you find that you have the time still to do those big, long reviews or do you kind of push those to other people and you concentrate on the smaller products that you don't need to spend 50 hours learning right. before you can review it. Yeah, I just can't. Like, if I wanted to do, or do Adobe CS5, no, yeah. I could never, I couldn't do that justice. You know, I, I if I were to review it, it'd be a quick um, overview. You know, here's here's the features that are new. Here's where they're hiding what tool this time. You yeah. Know, those types of things. Um, it'd just be really, really shallow, you know, because, um, yeah, I just don't have the time to really deep invest. And I'm not, you know, sure, I use Photoshop. I know my way around Photoshop, but... Um, you know, I, I'm not an expert in Photoshop, you know, to really give it, I, I don't have the background to really do it justice. And I, you know, I'd rather not do something kind of half-assed and, um, you know, and come out and, you know, do a good job on something. So yeah, some of the more complicated stuff I just don't do, or I do a very basic one. Like, you know, I remember, you know, I picked up a new MacBook Pro last year. Um, you know, I'm not going to go in and do every little new thing or I just a quick little overview, you know, just kind of like, oh, here's a trackpad. This is what's cool. This is what I like. And, you know, here's what it looks like. Here's what it's compared to the model I had, you know, previous. And, and actually, that went over pretty well. You know, just a basic, you know, people just check it out, you know. But it's not the detailed, you know, like, you know, Ars Technica review or anything like that. You know, I just very few, very few places do those anymore. And that and, used to be the bread and butter for us. Oh, yeah. And, you know, well, that's, a, that's the thing with web content. It's basically kind of churn and burn, you know. you know. Unfortunately. Your, yeah, your article has a life of less than 24 hours, you know. And, um you know, and it's fortunate, you know, especially like YouTube, you know, where you got a nice archive. People can go back and archive and people still search it, you know, both in Google and, and YouTube. Um, so I think th- these reviews have a little longer shelf life than some of the other ones. But on the web, nah, you know. One of the things we're going to do uh, is our this or that. We're going to do that a little bit later in the show, Mike. Uh, I'm going to ask you four tech questions and then one that's not tech related, although uh-huh. it can be. Um, but I, I don't want to give it away what the what the questions are. It's just called this or that. I stole it from Kevin Pollock's show. Um, I, I have a lot of fun with it. Hopefully you will too. We'll do that a little bit later in the show. In the meantime, what is the website address people are going to go to to check out your stuff online? Um, the Insanely Great Mac website is insanely-great.com or also insanelygreatmac.com. you got both. And you can get links to the YouTube channel on there. Over on the left-hand side, we've got links to the YouTube channel. That's the easiest way. Um, and actually, our videos are also on iTunes and um, you know, TiVo and Boxy, too. So if you want to check out that. So the iPad has been out here for us for, what, about a month now? A little, yeah. little over yeah, a little month. Over. Yeah. Which one do you have? Um, I got the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got it on the day, you know, the launch day. Um, you know, if, if, the, if the 3G was available, I, you know, I really debated which one to get. Um, is but it in really worth a hundred and what forty? Yeah, that, bucks? that's exactly what it is. And I wasn't real thrilled about paying AT and T another, you know, Ugh. <laughs> just out of principle. Um, even though it's a great deal, I think fifteen bucks for the for the for the basic one is is just an awesome deal. You know, I, th- I was really surprised at that. So I, you know, I'm not going to beat up on that, but just out of principle of having to pay yet another data fee for you know on top of my you know house internet on top of the phone. Um, but really, you know, I think the I, the iPad is um is made to be wired, you know. So in retrospect, you know, if it was available at the same time, you know, I wanted to get it in here quick to do reviews on it. Um, but if I was just a consumer or whatever, and they were, um, you know, I think the 3G would be, uh, I thought about selling mine, you know, put it up on eBay and sell it to someone. And They're going for a lot of money. In Abu Dhabi or somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they're going for yeah. a lot of money. I mean, you, you, you'll you probably make um, yeah. 30% more than what you paid yeah. for it. I thought about it, but I was like, oh, whatever. Whatever, why? Uh, yeah, but actually, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably get my hands on a 3G one. But there's no, you know, I, you know, I, I was thinking about maybe trying some GPS app reviews. You know, I did a bunch of those on the iPhone. Um, you know, the Which sounds cool, but that's such a big screen, <laughs> especially what? at nighttime. That's what I want to check out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, what that's, see what that's really like. How you do know, you so mount that in your car, though? Um, there's actually one. Uh, uh, the ProClip guys actually just announced one um, that goes with their ProClip Pro system. But I, I don't know. Is that going to you're going to bump into the steering wheel? And there's Wait. different locations for different cars you can put it. You know, I could see it maybe on some kind of uh, an elbow, like yeah. kind of like an overhead microphone type of thing. Yeah, where you can flip it up, down, move it over right. to the left, right. That would be kind of cool. Right. It's, it's whether it's going to be in your way or your passenger's way or whatever. <laughs> you know. That's um, what I like about the iPhone, though. It, it's small enough where yeah. you can put it up on the dash or hang it yep. from the, you know, and it's not yeah. in the way. Exactly. Yep. So you were a day of for the iPad? Yeah, I got it delivered. I okay, did the delivery. Me too. 
Yeah. Um, We're too old for standing in line, Mike. Yeah. Well, well, you know. Um, you, you know, I know you guys, I know you don't have a store local to you and I don't. No, Grand yeah. Rapids or, um, Ann Arbor for me. Uh, that'd be closest. Yeah. I think Nova is actually the closest for me, but. Really? Yeah, That's closer than the Ann Arbor? Yeah, I think so. I can just, you know, jump on 96. Yeah. And, yeah. That's <laughs> it's true. right off the highway. I don't have to, uh, yeah, go, go around. It's kind of on the south side, I think, of Ann Arbor. The, yes, uh, it is. Whatever one is, if I remember. Um, because so anyways, I just jump on 94. and Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. So yep. 94 is a straight shot over for you. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, I debated it. I was sitting there thinking. And actually what it was is, you know, it was the uh, it was right before Easter. Was it the day before Easter or the week before Easter? I can't remember. Week before. And, uh, you know, so we were going to go. We had uh, plans to go visit the Easter Bunny um, that, that morning. So I was just thinking, oh, forget this. I'll just order it. And uh, sure enough, when I got home, it was sitting on my door. You know, cracked it open and, you know. Were you day of for the iPhone? Uh, yes. So, um, I, got, I, was the, I got the original iPhone on the day of. I actually stood in line for that at uh-huh. an AT&T store. That wasn't bad. It was a half hour. Um, I skipped a 3G because I didn't have 3G service here in Lansing at the time. So I was like, oh, forget it. You know, it doesn't, it's not going to mean anything to me. And I did get the 3GS last year, and I got that uh, shipped directly to the AT&T store. Which is so a you, you're exactly – so far, you're, you have exactly the same products that I have. Well, there you go. <laughs> I got the uh, 32 uh, iPad. I had oh, the first generation iPhone, which my yeah. wife has now. I spent yeah, six ninety nine exactly. for that thing. Good lord! Yeah, yeah my wife has that one too. Yeah. Still going. It's, yeah. it's a champ. It's a champ. That's it's what like, I, you know, I, I saw. It looked like a bubble, and I was thinking, "What the heck is that?" And then I remembered that I had put one of those clear screens on it oh, yeah. two years ago, and it's still on yeah. there. Yeah. And that's what the bubble was. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I said, "Do you want to upgrade your phone? It only cost me ninety nine bucks to get you new." No, I'm happy with this one. Okay. Well, you can keep using that one, honey. <laughs> right, right. The only thing that she wishes she could do is play Farmville on it. So, Oh, really? See, my wife plays Solitaire. She's almost played 1,000 games of Solitaire. My wife's got her beat by about 3,000. She loves Seriously? Solitaire, too. Oh, God. She, if she's not playing Farmville <laughs> on her MacBook Air, because I just got her <laughs> MacBook Air not too long ago, uh, she's playing Solitaire on the iPhone. I mean, well how, many, well, how many games did she win? Oh, she usually wins oh. uh, as often as you can because it's rigged. <laughs> It's rigged, so you can't well, win. Well, maybe every they're game, playing the same game. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. the one with the green background, and I she she plays it all the time. She really does. It's, She's into it's, it. It's a seven hundred dollars solitaire machine, basically for my yes, wife. yes. That's exactly what mine is. <laughs> and then I got the uh, thirty-two gig iPhone three GS. Um. Yep. I think. Yep. Same here. Yep. And it's about three quarters of the way full. So I don't, I don't know what the size is as far as uh, storage space on the new iPhones are going to be. I figure it's probably going to start at 16. But I don't really need anything more than 32 gigs right now. Do you? I don't think so. Um, you know, we'll see. You know, um, we started putting the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on for, <laughs> for mm. my son. So we'll see how many of those I load up and how much it takes uh, on there. But now, I mean, I, you know, I have like multiple GPS you know, apps on there. And those so are do each- I. A gig and a half each. I've got the TomTom. I've got the uh, what is the other one? Uh, Navigon. Navigon. And I and I know that you use Navigon more than the rest, and so do I. I don't know what it is, but I just like the Navigon. Yeah, that's my that's my preference. You know, TomTom's still a quality uh, thing, but I think Navigon's my my preference. Oh, uh, I'm trying to look at it. It's behind me. Um, what is the third one that I use? I cannot see it on there's, here. There's Copilot. No, it's not Copilot. G Map. Magellan. Igo. Oh, Igo. I don't yes. think I ever checked that one out. That one is um, very similar to Navigon. I think they're oh, using really? the same map system. Oh, okay. Um, but I like Navigon. Mm-hmm. The only problem for me with Navigon is the iPod controls don't work as well as they should. Um, but I've only got mm-hmm. three point yeah. or 1.3. Oh, okay. And so, I, no, 2.3. I forget. No, 1.5 is the latest. One point, okay, so I'm at 1.3. Yeah, it just came out. And if you go to uh, the iPod control for it and you go to, like, podcasts, it doesn't list anything. It lists oh, any really? audio books you have, but it doesn't hmm. list any podcasts. Oh, okay. So I literally have to quit the app, go into my uh, uh, iPod, select what I want to listen to, and then jump back into the GPS, which isn't pr- a problem if my next turn isn't for another 20 miles. Okay. But if I'm coming up on something within a mile or so, well, well I'm just going to have to wait. Right. So how, much, how often do you use your, your iPhone for navigation? Um, you know, I, well, um, yeah, kind of often whenever, I mean, even if I know where I'm going, um, I still use it cause you know, the traffic data is interesting. You know, it's pretty, especially now it's, you know, construction season. Oh, yes. Um, you know, that, that, you know, even if I know where I'm going and I'm taking a trip, you know, an hour or so longer, um, yeah, I'll throw it up there, you know, just cause, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll alert me if there's a traffic issue, you know? And, um, 
Um, so I use it, you know, yeah, f- you know, fairly regularly for that. And then definitely kind of getting into the cities sometimes or, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't know the best way to necessarily get to, you know, where I want to go. You know, I'll use it. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll use it, um, you know, once a week, once every other week maybe. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I've, I, you know, I've really come to rely on my my GPS apps. And I, it's kind of weird because the, it used to be the whole thing that guys don't ask for directions. Yeah. We yeah. really don't have to anymore, do we? No. I, I completely uh, just, yeah. <laughs> I do, what do you, exactly what it says. <laughs> what do you use to keep your uh, in the car? I mean, is it is it on the dash? Is it hanging from the yeah, window? Yeah, I got the I got the TomTom kit, the car kit. Now, is that is that worth buying? Because I've had people okay. ask me that, well, and I've never used it myself. You know, it's interesting. It's you kind know, of expensive. Yeah, it is a little expensive. Yeah, um, you know, TomTom. Uh, you know, I remember I think it was WWC last summer. Everybody's really excited about TomTom. You know, everybody's like, oh, cool, TomTom's kind of coming. You know, TomTom's got a big name and. It's a big name coming to the iPhone, big news, you know, and everybody was just in love with TomTom. And, um, you know, they had a lot of goodwill, <laughs> and I think they kind of lost a lot of it. I'm saying. With, uh, with their, um, you know, they missed their missed their their shipping, and it didn't, you know, they didn't have the voice, text-to-speech, you know, people. So I, I think I think the, the cradle, the, the Karsh kit, has, has a little bit of a bad rap because of the, uh, um, you know, just basically they lost some of that goodwill. But it is an expensive uh, car kit, but, you know, you have to realize that, you know, first it has a GPS, you know, receiver in it, which is cool. Um, and, you know, that'll give you a little better reception, you know. And also it has a speakerphone, which is cool. So it's a hands-free car kit and yep. it charges your phone. Um, and, you know, you can listen to, uh, you know, if you wanted to, you could listen to your music on there or anything like that on there. So, you know, it's kind of a multifunction device. And if I were to buy each of those things separately, you know, it would cost way more than the TomTom. Uh, kit, but generally, yeah, I like, and it's a great, it's a great car, it's a great car, car mount. I've had some, you know, they bounce around. They're not real stable. Um, they kind of droop down yes. halfway through. I hit a bump, and now this thing is uh, real stable. It doesn't bounce around in the, in the, uh, in the window. It stays on the window really well. So it's a quality mount. Uh, but you know, I picked it. You know, that's it's one of those things I bought just to review, just because I knew it's like, oh, this is probably something people are going to be interested in knowing. And um, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll sell it on eBay or something, or give it away. I don't know, you know, just for promotional value. And I am keeping it. You know, it's something I, yeah. So I definitely like it. Uh, and I, I don't say this. Oops, just hit the microphone. I don't say this because um, this is OWC, but I'm using the newer technology window mount for the iPhone 3GS. Oh, yeah. Man, I tell you what, it's the best mount. It, it goes right to. I've always been a little hesitant to have something stuck to my window. It just didn't seem like it would be secure mm-hmm. enough for me. And so that's always kind of scared me, but this thing just really works. We did a promotional video yeah, for OWC TV, and um, so I got to play with it for a while, and uh, I had a rental car. My Honda had been in an accident. Not my fault. I wasn't even in it. And uh, that was being repaired, so the body shop gave me some old Buick to use, which, oh, yeah, I get to drive to Chicago in an old Buick. And, but in my Honda was where my uh, iPhone case was, or my stand. So when I went up and did the OWC TV shot for the window mount, I took it back with me and I got to use it. And I just fell in love with that. I, th- I thought, this is perfect. I already had the the 12-volt cigarette lighter adapter thing that takes USB. So I just used my regular iPhone cable to plug into the iPhone, charges it, and uh, the case is the case. You know, it, it worked great for me. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's cool. You know, um you know, on one hand, you have the expensive ones, but uh, yeah, there are a lot of quality, um, you know, in- inexpensive ones out there that just you know get the job done. And, and you know, a lot of people like you have the have the uh, cigarette lighter adapter already. So why uh, you know get another whole charging system or anything? But I do like the fact that the TomTom GPS has that GPS chip in it. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting too because it does work with all GPS apps. It's not just TomTom. That's surprising so, that they yeah. made it work that way. Um, it is interesting. I don't know if it's an iPhone thing or if it's a TomTom thing. You know, well, I guess it is a little bit of a TomTom thing. So I think you need to have um, either the TomTom app installed or they have a free utility. You have to have it installed and that sort of activates it. But um, yeah, that's actually kind of cool of them to, uh, you know, I mean, they could have locked it down just for them. And, you know, um, but uh, no, I like it. You can do it and you can even use the original iPhone on it if you wanted to. As a GPS, yeah. Yep, as a GPS, yeah. Hmm. That's an even, idea, too. Even though, yeah, the iPhone does not have a, have a GPS in it, the original, you know. Right, just assisted Wi-Fi, right. Right. yeah, yeah. But it will it'll pull, you know, get a GPS signal from the cradle itself. Have you tried it in there? Yeah, yep. That's interesting. I might yeah, have to actually, pick one up just because my wife keeps saying, I, well, I kind of wish I had GPS. 
And that's why I suggest a woman will just get you a new oh. iPhone. But then well, again, for the price, I mean, I can get her a new iPhone for 99 bucks with GPS. Yeah, Tim, a new fi- iPhone's coming out. Yeah, I know. You can Look. give her your old one. Yeah, I keep thinking that, but let's be honest. Do you – what's the draw for you right now, what we know about the new upcoming iPhone according to these spy picks and all this crap? Right. Which mm-hmm. I am not a big rumors guy at all. I mm-hmm. it, it really bores me to be honest. But that being said, front-facing camera, say it's a faster chip, maybe a little bit better of a display. Is that a reason for you to upgrade? Um, sure. You know, it's going to be faster. Um, you know, actually that happened a while ago, so I'm kind of pulling up everything that was in that. Or you know that was discovered. Um, I think it's going to be significantly faster. I'm expecting some some good news with the battery. You know, um, as I understand, it has a bigger battery, um, but also it's probably going to be a little more efficient. So uh, the battery might be the biggest thing. But you know, um, you know, just not me in particular. But I think a lot of guys will just buy it just because it looks different. You know, a lot of people are griping about the 3GS. It looks the same. You know, it's you know, it's very fashion orientated. I guess some some iPhone users. So well, um, Apple is a company, buy, aren't they? Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. It's it's not about the you know, I mean, the 3GS was actually a pretty significant upgrade, you know, with, you know, the added speed and the, and the great new camera and, and um, you know, you got the, com- or the, yeah, the compass in it and I don't know, whatever else was in there. Um, but, you know, everything kind of centered around, it kind of looks the same. So it's not really a new phone necessarily. So By the same token, you're doing a lot of product reviews where you kind of, you do yeah. need the new one. But yeah, if, you, yeah, if, yeah. If, if that was taken out of the equation, you're just a, a iPhone user. Right. Are I'd you getting the new one? I'd have to see. We'd have to get the official release and see all the details. I think if I wasn't going to be doing reviewing products, <clears throat> I have no problem with the 3GS. It's, it's, it seems plenty fast to me, you know, but I don't know better. You know, I haven't seen something faster. And it has all the you know, features and whatever. I, you know, I won't use the front-facing camera necessarily. You know? I um, think everyone will use it one or two times. Look, I'm talking to you on my iPhone, but right. other than that. Yeah, until, until a lot of people have that, you know, until my parents have that, you know, which is not going to happen. Well, when you think <laughs> about how you hold your iPhone when you're using it, uh-huh. Everyone's going to be looking up your nostrils. <laughs> you know, you're going to have true. to hold it uncomfortably out in yeah. front of you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I guess the hey, – uh, hey. you remember those hats that everyone used to wear at baseball games and football games? With, it would hold like two beers on each side. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to have something like that to hold your iPhone out in front of you so you can <laughs> do video chatting. Well, there you go. There's a product. <laughs> <laughs> Quick trademark, trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can be rich. <laughs> <laughs> so this game that we play is called This or That. Okay. Um, and we'll get into that right now. And there's no right or wrong answer. It's your opinion. Um, I might ask you to elaborate, but you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, Mike, your first one is Twitter or Facebook? Oh, Twitter. Why? I don't like Facebook. <laughs> I think I'm getting old. I don't understand Facebook. No, I was with you there for about two years ago, but I'm kind of a big <laughs> Facebook user now, oh, yeah? and I totally get it. I mean, yeah, I do, I've reconnected um, with people that I went to school oh, yeah. with. And I, I, and I told, I do have a Facebook account, and I do go on it, you know, I don't know, once a week or so. Um, you know, actually, I got a little frustrated, you, you know, trying to set up a page, you know, for like Insanely Great Mac. Oh, it's and not like, easy. Holy cow, just to set up a page, yep. you know, for a business or for a fan thing, you know, because it's got to be tied to an account. Well, I don't want it tied to my personal account. So I had to set up a new account, you know, and it was very frustrating. And just trying to, um, I remember I was trying to do some, you know, different things, just trying to manipulate it to do what I think should be a pretty simple thing. Um, it, it's probably gotten a little bit better because I've been poking around in there, um, you know, and, and a lot of the apps didn't seem to work. You know, I'd try to add an app and it wouldn't do anything. Um, you know, so I just generally kind of found it a little frustrating. And, and what I really hated was, you know, everybody playing uh, like Mafia Wars or whatever. You know, I'm getting their their timeline. I, I don't know if it still does that or not. Yes, or it does. Well, you, you can hide it though. You can hide okay. the different I, apps. I, That's I, I what read, saved me for from it. Yeah, I, I read that you could do that now, but I'm I, I log in and it'd be pages and pages yep. of, of stupid stuff. Yeah, but if you, you spend know? just a tiny bit of time at the beginning, just kind of hiding yeah, yeah, yeah. all the different games, yeah. it, well, it well, cleans that's what it I right up. You know, basically, but yeah, but that was my impression. Every time I logged in, it was just all this stuff. Well, I'll give you an example of why, I, for me, Facebook is more valuable. Not more. It's 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 different than Twitter. I love Twitter as well. Uh-huh. Um, but it's two different. It, they really right. are different. They're different, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason Heiner named my uh, my MyMac Twitter account as one of the top 140 tech people to follow at the oh. Tech Republic website, which is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. But the problem for me is I, I, I like using Twitter to have conversations with people. 
And you right. can't have a conversations yeah. with 50,000 yep. people or a million people. or right. You just yep. can't, at which point it just becomes you're shouting out into the void. Right, right. Um, with Facebook, um, it's a little bit different because the people that are friends with me, for the most part, are friends. Right. Uh, I mean, there's some people who, who – started following me or, fa- or friending me on Facebook because of the, the MyMac podcast that I did mm-hmm. and now for OWC podcast. But for the most part, it's people that I know. But here's what happened, and this is what made me think, wow, this is a really cool service. Uh, back in junior high school, and this was probably 1984, 83, I dated a foreign exchange student from Italy, and she didn't speak English very good. And all I ever remembered was her name and one picture of her in the yearbook for that year. And, of course, after that year, I figured I would never see or hear from her again, which, of course, proved to be true. So you figured that was 19 – let's just say 1984. Well, just a couple years ago, like a year ago, uh, we found each other on Facebook and became friends there. My wife doesn't mind because she knows that, you know, it (laughs) means nothing. Um, But what is that, 25, 30 years later? Yeah. And you're, wow, look at this person. They've got children. They're married. And you can see pictures of them throughout the – to me, that's very valuable. And I don't think I ever would have found that particular person if it wasn't for Facebook. Right. Now, that being said, are you concerned with a lot of the big privacy things that they got going on right now? Um. Not really. You know, I think think it's a little bit of the old media, you know. Of course, you've been living your life online for a long, long time. So you're kind of used to it. But think um, about that one aunt or uncle who's not really that tech savvy right, right, that right. gets on there and start posting stuff. Um, you know, I, the, the privacy settings are pretty confusing. Yeah. You know, I, I went in there recently just being, you know, my own, you know, my personal one. I, you know, I don't have public or anything. And I was just thinking about, okay, um, uh, you know, how do I do this? And what does this mean? And you drill down separate menu. You know, their privacy settings are very confusing, I think. So, uh, um, you know, but other than, you, you know, um, entrusting them with information and stuff like that. You know, I'm not too too concerned about that. Um, but yeah, you get to, you know hear stories and you know, I, you know basically they're, they're blazing a trail pretty much. You know I remember yeah. heard stories where someone someone else posted a a picture of somebody that was not exactly you know you know appropriate in a professional you know capacity, and you know someone linked you know they do the little picture draw the picture or draw a thing around them to link right. them you know and and someone Tagging. found it. Yeah, tagging. That's it. Thank you. You got the lingo down there. Um, and someone else found it. And, you know, and they get in trouble for that, you know, for some, you know what I mean? Okay, that stuff's not cool. But, you know, I understand they worked on that, you know, so that stuff comes up, you know, they'll, they'll address this stuff. So it, it is, it's, you know, it's kind of the wild west of. Um, but it was know, the same thing with MySpace. Heck, you and I can go back and say it was like that with AOL back in the day. That's true. Um, you know, maybe just more people are on it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe the, you know, the ant and, you know, like you said, or. Are actually using it, you know. I, well, you know, I mean, you know, I, I have a niece. She's a she's a senior in high school, and and my you know, my wife's more on Facebook than I am. And uh, she says like, oh yeah, you know, you know, your niece uh, broke up with her boyfriend. I'm like, really? I'm like, because it's on information I didn't really need. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's nice. You know, like, whatever. But yeah, you know, so it's kind of like you know, so yeah, Facebook does work for that for connecting with people. Um, you particularly know. Um, I, I just it's a little frustrating for me a little bit. But you know, on Twitter isn't anything great. Yeah, you, know, you know, to me, Twitter is like a fire hose. You know, yep. um, sit down and you can digest something, but to go back through your timeline is kind of a, you know, <laughs> you might not. It seems like a waste of time sometimes. I used you to know, follow so. everybody who followed me on Twitter, but oh, yeah. I stopped doing that huh. a long time ago. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, that, that apparently was the etiquette, and I did that for a while. And I was like, oh, for, you know, if you actually want to use, you know, um, Twitter, you know. Um, yeah, you can't do that. So, I like but, Twitter to ask questions. If if I have a question about almost anything, when you start getting over, you know, a thousand people following you, yeah. you almost can always find an answer. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that a few times where, you know, come out and say, hey, I'm looking for a product that does this. And I get a whole bunch of suggestions. I'm like, cool. Yep. You know? Number two question, laptop or desktop? Um, Desktop. Desktop, because I know you were talking about you bought a new MacBook a little while ago. Yeah, um, I do use a laptop. I'm actually on the laptop right now, um, but I've always been a desktop guy. I always like the, uh, you know, it seemed like better value, I think. And, you know, and um, when you say desktop, are you talking iMac or are you talking like Mac Pro? I, iMac, yeah, iMac or Mac mm-hmm. Pro, but, you know, they're, they've become so expensive and, you know, with the new. New process. Crazy expensive. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, back in the day, they weren't that expensive, you know, but, you know, they're using much more expensive, you know, processors, so they're pushing the price up. 
Um, you know, and then, you know, in the iMac, it's actually come up, you know, quite a bit too, not price-wise, but, you know, performance-wise. So why so, why desktop over laptop then? Um, like I said, I think you get better value. You know, you can get faster, better performance, better performing um, um, hard drives and um, bigger, you know, it's just you get more everything in a desktop at the same price, I think. And I don't know. And that's always the way I've just kind of been. But um, You think SSDs, when they you know come yeah, down I, in price and, and go up in capacity, will change that? Well, they'd have to come down price quite a bit, I think. For well, they will eventually. Yeah, the I mean, dollar per meg, the dollar per gigabyte, you know, thing. Uh, but yeah, I got both, so you know, I can't really hold <laughs> me too much, you know. But yeah, if it, but basically, I would probably keep my desktop more current than my laptop, especially, especially now, you know. I think with the iPad, you know, I think the iPad is going to, um, you know, it's going to take over some of the functions that I do with the laptop. Mine already has. I mean, yeah. all my professional stuff I do on a laptop, my MacBook Pro, but at I'm, home, my main computer is an iMac, twenty-four inch iMac. Right. And to be honest, when I'm not actually editing anything, I almost always have my iPad right there. If I'm going to browse the net, I just grab the iPad real quick. Right. You know, if I'm going to yeah, check quick email, email yep. iPad. Yeah, it's yep, exactly. Boy, we could I we could have a whole show on the iPad. <laughs> really could. Number two, or I'm sorry, number three, text editor or word processor. Is there much of a difference anymore? Uh, not as much. <laughs> not as much as it used um, to know, be. I love the. I love. Uh, well, I, you know, really, most of my. I do most of my my writing in mail. <laughs> it's my two. Do you really? Yeah, because I can just save it, and it saves it in my drafts on the on the server, and I can pick it up on another machine. And that's true. And just to uh, pick up where I left off. So actually, that's where I do most of it. Um, although I'm a fan of the uh, text and the wrangler. Feds can't track you there. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, I. Um, yeah, I don't do a whole lot. I used of work. to do a lot in text wrangler, like you were talking. about. Yeah. That's, that was my application of choice. That and BB Edit for a while too. Yeah. But and I used to. Well, text wrangler is, is free, right? I believe yep. in BB Edit was so. I, and it, it does everything. You know, uh, you, you know, BB Edit. I think is well. It always has been. But I think it evolved much more into you know a coders tool, where I'm, I'm using it just to you know edit an RSS feed or maybe tweak an HTML file or or something. You know, and I, you know, it's cool. Is I use it with you know transmit you know, the FTP app right. where, you know, I can just basically open it up, you know, right inside there, save it. It puts it, it's, that's real slick. Yep. You're using that. So, um, yeah, I do a lot of my writing just in, in the mail app. And as long as it has the, the real time, uh, spell checker, I'm good. <laughs> you know? Uh, this one's submitted by a listener and this is going back in time, which I haven't <laughs> asked anybody else this yet that I can remember because they haven't been around the Mac as long as you and I have Sim city or quake. Like, uh, which which Quake I get like like Quake Arena? Hell, I don't know. It just says Quake. I I um I wasted so much time on Quake Arena. Hasn't <laughs> <As> everybody <laughs> of I mean, a certain age? Yeah, I remember, I remember when I said I'd stayed up late, you know, <laughs> back then in the day. Yeah, that was one of the things I was doing, playing Quake Arena. To you know, for me it was it was Quake Arena and it was uh, Myth. You remember that game that we control myth. the little yep. armies? Absolutely played uh played played that. That was pretty cool. And uh, but SimCity is pretty fun too. And so I've spent plenty of time on that too. Last one is not tech-related, okay. although it kind of is, but and you'll understand why in a minute. Um, Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, Star Trek. Ooh, Star Trek. You're the second person in a row who says Star Trek. Why really? Star Trek? Um, you know, well, you know. Um, no, you know, if I knew, I wouldn't ask. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, on the, you know, the first, I, you know, I really like the first two, you know, Star Wars movies. Um so you know, just by those, you know, if you if you did it as a, uh, um, yeah, as just as a body of work, I think you know, Star Trek is a just, oh, it's, just it's a better, huge, better, um, you know, everything. Yeah, you know, sure, there's some dud movies, dud um, shows and seasons, maybe even, but uh, yeah, I probably was into uh, into uh, Star Trek, you know, more than you know, more than Star Wars. I remember I watched the, um, you know, Next Generation was on when I was kind of in. I guess in high school and junior high, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I watched that a little more. Um, and you know, the, the 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 original series was a little before before my time, but um, you know, I'd, I'd still ca- you know, catch them every once in a while. I didn't really like the original series of Star Trek. I loved the Next Generation. Yeah, um, I remember yeah, watching the series finale of the Next Generation, and I thought it was phenomenal. But so, what was it? What, what was it? Uh, where 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 Picard had to go back in time. Uh, in the future and present to solve a mystery that Q is oh, okay. messing with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, like so a couple of years ago or about a year and a half ago, I guess, when, you know, my, my son was baby, you know, I, I was on the night shift, you know, and uh, I had to catch it late at night. <laughs> I'd sit there uh-huh. and I'd turn it on. And even still sometimes I'm just kind of up late and I'll be, you know, the TV will be on and I'll see it's on and, 
and you know my wife come out you know she has to go to the bathroom or something it's like what are you doing and it's kind of like it's you know yesterday's enterprise i can't turn it off i gotta finish watching it you there know? you go <laughs> so yeah there's lots of good writing on that stuff um what do you, you think know, of so, the new star trek the new movie that was just out a oh, the movie, year ago. new movie is great it's a great uh, re- reimagining of it a little too much uh um what you call it lens flare i think um, it was a little star warsy uh, you know, I mean, where everything had like a bright light, right? Sure. You know, I, it, was, it was a technique. It definitely, you know, I thought it was a little too, uh, I, I, you know, as a production guy, you know, maybe I noticed that more than I'm like, okay, that's enough of that little, you know. Well, that was kind of J.J. Abrams' trademark. A lot of his stuff has that. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Uh, but yeah, they, um, uh, yeah, it was great. It was fun. It was a great, and the, you know, lots of great characters and good, good casting. Good casting. And, that's what I was uh, going to say. The casting, I don't know if they could have really picked. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, we had fun. We saw that one. We, we don't go to too many movies anymore. Um, you know, with the little guy and everything, but yeah, uh, that was when we mean. went. That's when we went to see. Um, and you know, my wife doesn't like sci-fi, you know, much at all, and uh, uh, so she was like, "Are well, you sure we're not married to the same woman here or something?" Because <laughs> geez, oh, Pete. <laughs> um, you know, so it's like, okay, we'll go. But she likes, you know, she was a big Alias fan, you know, and I was like, "But it's it's the Alias, dude. You know, you're gonna like it, you know." And J.J. Abrams, and um, um, so yeah, you know, she came along and she actually liked it. She thought, yeah, that was pretty. Oh, she wasn't. It wasn't as bad as she thought it was going to be. Which that's what my fifteen-year-old uh, daughter said. Sort of backhanded, but no, that was uh, that that was probably one of the better, uh, yeah, one of the better shows. And it was just like I said, complete you know reimagining of of the whole the whole thing. It captured, I think, a lot of uh, you know throughout all the the different series. The yeah, essence, pretty, I think. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty cool. So, Mike, what's coming up from you in the near future? What's the big plans? What the products that you're looking at uh, reviewing soon? Um, anything like that? Any any um, previews that you want to share? Hmm. Um, nothing too big coming up. You know, we got a bunch of uh, you know I- iPad cases. I'm um, actually just today the the. You mean six. there's a lot of iPad cases coming out or something? Yeah, there's quite a, <laughs> just a few. Just a few. Um, yeah, the Zag Zag Spark too. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I, I it just I just got it today. It just came in. So we'll do that. Um, I'll probably do like a little first look on that on the web. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, we're just posting just kind of a regular train of uh, stuff we got going on, you know, iPad cases. And, and then of course, when the iPhone comes out, we'll, you know, start all over again with the iPhone pretty much and accessories, tips, tricks, and cases and, you know, whatever else, I guess. Uh, and hopefully some Mac stuff too. You know, how do you do Mac reviews in, in video? If you're going to do software, would you do a screen yep. capture type of yep. thing? Yeah, actually, I just did uh did a quick little look at that, um, you know, stream, uh, or steam, uh, valves. Yeah, yep. Valve Steam, and also the the Portal. You know, I played the Portal actually a few years ago on the Xbox. Yeah, so you know, did I. You know, one of my buddies showed it to me. I, you know, I don't have an Xbox, but one of my buddies showed it to me, and I remember like, oh man, I remember playing this game. It is. It's cool. Kind of you know sucks you in, and, and it's, it's free fun. right and, now. Yeah, right now it is free. Yeah, until next week or something. And it's um, I, you know, and it's kind of like okay, when something big happens to the Mac, you gotta, you know, I want to be able to cover. You know, that, that's probably the biggest, definitely the biggest gaming news that's happened in a long, long time. Do you think it's going to change gaming on the Mac? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I, I think gaming's you know heading full steam to the consoles and to the handhelds. Um, but by the same token, Steam on the PC does phenomenal business, and Apple's capturing more and more market share. Oh, sure. As far as the home you know, users, so right. You know, um, certainly Steam on the on the PC is successful. But when you, I think you look at it, you know, trending wise, yeah, you know, I think it's definitely all going console. Yeah. Um, at least right now, you know, maybe it'll come back. But I think everybody likes the console concept and and the portable gaming, and that includes you know the iPhone OS. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you, you know I think the big thing that um, kept uh, you know developers away was you know they didn't know if they were going to really sell that much. So um, you know Steam is a proven um, you know portal, I guess you know in, in the different sense that uh, uh, you, you know to really deliver a game, have a built-in audience. You know, so basically they can come and say you know Valve can say, well, hey, we got. X number of Mac gamers, this is how many we move, you know, when we do a Wednesday launch, you know. So it'll make it much more marketable to... uh, I think the big publishers will have even more luck because they already have their built-in marketing campaigns, such as Rockstar and, you know, come out with Grand Theft Auto 4 or something for the Mac. I think that would make a lot of sense. Right, and they'll just have their built-in... you know, their built-in audience ready to go, you know, ready to download it and kind of just spoon-feed it to them. So I think it definitely will, you know, make uh, Mac gaming much, you know, much more interesting. You know, there's no reason not to. You know, it's got uh, plenty of, you know, CPU power and, uh, it's, you know, it's got the same CPU, same graphics, you know, as, as a lot of the PCs do. Um, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, Mac gamers, you know, well, Mac's never been a huge gaming thing just in, you know. Well, but they rel- never really sites. released a lot of Mac games. Right. Because if you go back in time, and, you know, I was talking about Myth. You remembered Myth. I remembered Quake, right. SimCity. 
right? we all played those games, but those are the only games that were available for the Mac. At the same time as the PC. Right, exactly. Yeah. Look I at, mean, imagine, I mean, would you play, play Quake, you know, or I'm thinking Quake Arena, but you know, there's other Quake. Would you play Quake if it came out a year later? No, of course not. Well, no, and because everybody's all tired of it. Right. <laughs> you know? And, you know, the only people who are still playing online after a year are the people that are just insanely crazy, you know, the the 14-year-olds who can, like, shoot you doing a backflip going backwards through the... Right, you have no chance. Yeah, you don't have a chance, you know, so... Feral Interactive is a great company, and they're doing some great ports on um, very popular PC games and console games to the Mac, but the problem is I get a package from them maybe, I don't know, three or four months ago, and it's Bioshock, and I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. Bioshock. Right. I was playing this two right. years ago, three right. years ago on the Xbox. Yeah. It, how, how excited can you be about yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on. Yeah. We need it a lot sooner. It doesn't really take that long to convert it over. Come on. Yeah. So and I don't know. I think this is going to be bigger than most people think it's going to be because it really reminds me of this distribution channel is very much like iTunes on your mm-hmm. iPod or your iPad or iPhone, I should have said, an iPad. But it's for games on the Mac, and right. it's it's one click, boom, I yes, I want it, and it's downloading, and right. I, I think it's going to be a big success. I think the price of the games is going to be the thing, though. If you're trying to charge full retail, even if it's a brand-new game, I think a lot of people are going to have a problem with that in digital distribution. It's got to yep. be cheaper. Yeah. Well, and, and two, um, you, know, a lot, you know, I think a lot of the new, you know, I think it's been proven, a lot of the new Mac um, customer, new new people to the Mac also own PCs. Yep. Um, you know, they're buying their MacBook Pro, you know, as a, you know, just to check it out, or maybe they just really like it, you know, but they still got that PC or vice versa. And, uh, you know, what's cool is, you know, the Valve and or the uh, Steam works both on both. So if you buy one, you get one it on the other. You still play on the other one. So if yep. you're playing on the PC at home, you know, when you go on the road and you're looking to kill some time in the airport, you know, you could still, uh, you know, play it on, you know, on the Mac. So, and that's a big draw too, you know, right there. So you're actually getting, you know, a dual platform, you know, purchase, you know, assuming the game is of course, you know, available on both, but yeah. If you want to reach OWC radio, you can send us an email. The address is podcast at maxsales.com. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash OWC radio and our Skype in number. If you want to leave us a voice message that we'll play on the show, it's one eight zero one nine three eight five 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 nine. Next week, we're going to have another guest. His name's Daniel East. You're going to learn a lot about him next week. He's a fascinating person. He's got a really rich history. I think you're going to enjoy that interview. In the meantime, Mike, I really appreciate you coming on OWC 28 yeah, this Yeah, thanks. Week. It's been fun. It's fun. You know, you, we were talking before we started recording. We're, what, within 50 miles of each other, and yeah. we've never met in person. <laughs> it's going to have to change soon or something, I tell yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But thanks a lot for coming on, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. And we'll be back in one week.